Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zazlo Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zazlo Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zazlo Show 2.0. It is a Tuesday, the 28th of February. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. And as always, everything Zazlo Show 2.0 is presented by our title sponsor from day number one. We're talking Anna Jar and Levine accident attorneys. If you're dealing with a personal injury, if you were involved in an accident, let Anna Jar and Levine take care of getting you whole. You take care of your health. Let them take care of all the extracurricular stuff. You get you call 911 first, you're in an accident. 
Then you get an attorney on the phone immediately when you call Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Zaslow Show 2.0 is not possible without Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. So I wouldn't be sending you to them if I didn't trust them. You got an injury, you had an accident, you get yourself right with Anna Jar and Levine. 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Got a fun show planned for everybody today because like we capped off yesterday's show, hey, is it possible that we can start the show today? Can we start the show today with a Heat win the prior night and then looking forward to a Monster Panther game tonight? Well, that's the scenario we're in. The Heat with as good a win they've had all year they win last night in Philadelphia by two. Excellent job by your favorite little basketball team. They snap a four-game skid. You think I needed five straight losses in my life? You think I need that shit in my life? Get the hell out of here. So the Heat, they get the dub, and now we're feeling good to start off our day this morning. That's what we're talking about. That's right. So we're going to talk plenty of Heat this morning. We got a lot of NBA stuff to get to this morning. Like I said, the Panthers, but last night, let me recap uh, my evening a little bit last night. So, this movie was, I watched the movie last night with my son after the Heat game, because the Heat game was early, 7 o'clock, we get home from his training. I'm watching the Heat game in my car, at my son's soccer training. Isn't that great about technology? Like, I could take my son to soccer training last night, I don't have to miss the Heat game, I got a phone. Sometimes I even bring my iPad into the car, and I'm watching the Heat game, or Panther game, on my iPad, in my car. It's awesome. Love it. So, I'm watching the Heat game in my car. Then we get home, watch the end of the Heat game. We'll get to all that coming up. I got some highlights and all the good stuff for you. But, we started a movie the night before that we then had to finish last night after the Heat game. We watched Bird Box. My, remember, that was, this, was, this was a big Netflix sensation, I think maybe five years ago. Sandra Bullock stars, and that's when this, like, mysterious creature is, is is outside and you you look at it you can't see it but you but you do see it when you open your eyes outside and then you kill yourself that's the movie all right and everybody remembers you know the blindfold and you got to get around with the blindfold on and there were lots of memes about it 5 years ago now i i'd seen bird box i saw bird box right when it came out 5 years ago and i liked it i know it was a little bit controversial Either you liked it or you hated it. There was no real in-between, you know? And my son and I, though, we these kinds of movies are right up our alley. We love these movies. Like, when we got done with the movie last night, my son even said, he goes, he goes, this movie was like, it was like Quiet Place. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's kind of the same kind of shtick, you know? Uh, bird Box, it's seeing. Quiet Place, it's, it's speaking, you know? And then you're fucked. So, yeah, kind of a similar kind of deal. So, anyway... My son and I, we dig these kind of movies. And I, I showed him a couple nights ago. We were looking for something to watch. And and I said, ooh, Bird Box. I've seen this movie before, but I think you'll really like it. And yeah, he loved it. And I got to tell you, watching it again for the second time last night, I liked it I liked it a lot. I liked it better than I, saw, than, than I liked it the first time. And I liked it the first time. I really enjoyed that movie again, watching it the second time around. So, if, if you're into those kind of weird, apocalyptic type of movies, everybody loves Sandra Bullock, of course. Come on now, what are we talking about? But, if you're into those kind of movies, 
Yeah, John Malkovich is also in it. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly's in it. Everybody likes Machine Gun Kelly, right? He was, you know, he he was his girlfriend a long time. I think they broke up. He was with old Toe Thumbs, Megan Fox. But I, I really enjoy Bird Box. So if you're into those type of apocalyptic movies, I would recommend that. So that's what we watched last night. I was in a great mood because the Heat pulled out that game last night. That's what I'm talking about. And by the way, shout out to my son's uh, middle school basketball team. Poznak uh, Varsity Middle School Basketball Team. They won their quarterfinal basketball game yesterday. We got the semifinals today. We got to play a team in Aventura. Very far drive from where I'm at. But we got semifinals today. So my son's middle school basketball team, they're in the final four for the, the, the league, district, whatever it's called, championship. So that continues on today. You got semifinals today. So very busy afternoon here for the Zaslow family, all right? There's a lot at stake here, a lot on the line. And then my younger son tonight has a basketball game at the JCC. So this is this is a very big sports day for the Zaslow family. All right, that's neither here nor there. So you, you, you're listening to the show right now, and however you're listening, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. It's for the algorithm. You know the algorithm that helps me get all the money. So, okay, so you make sure you do all that. You tell your friends, you tell your family about the program. All right, the heat last night. I don't need five straight losses, all right? And last night, honestly, last night was was your typical Heat game, all right? What do I mean by that? Well, the Heat, they love playing down to their competition, like you saw the other night when they lose to Charlotte. Hell, like you saw the week before that when they lost to Brooklyn. Because, like I told you, this version of Brooklyn, this Brooklyn team sucks. The Heat lost to them. The Heat lost to Charlotte. I mean, they're down by double figures for a lot of the game against Charlotte. It's pathetic. And then you'll play a team like Philadelphia last night, and you have the lead the entire game. The Heat had the lead the entire game. They actually they're playing really well. And what do you know? Wow. And, and this this is what the NBA has become today. <coughs> and, and I hate this, but th- this is this is the league now. If you're hitting your threes, you're gonna win. If you're not hitting your threes, you're not gonna win. And the Heat have been a bad three point shooting team all year. Last night. They were a really good three-point shooting team right from the get-go. They got off to a great start from three last night. Gabe Vincent hit a couple threes early on. Jimmy Butler hit a three early on. Kevin Love hit a couple threes early on. And what do you know? The Heat are out in front, and they were out in front the entire game. The Heat were 15 of 37 from three last night. And, you know, the thing that's going to be bent, look, it works both ways. The Heat are a terrible half-court offense team. So when we get to the playoffs and everything slows down, it's, it's going to predictably be a problem for the Heat. But they've been a bad half-court offense team for years now. And they've had plenty of success in the playoffs. I mean, two of the last three years in the postseason, the Heat have gotten to at least the Eastern Conference Finals, one of those the NBA Finals. But it works the other way. The Heat are a great defensive team, and when things slow down, and we're playing in the half-court, the Heat are going to D-U the hell up. <coughs> They're going to D-U up. So, Philadelphia, the latest team to face Miami, to not break 100 points. The Heat hold the Sixers to just 99 last night. The three-point shooting was on point. And, honestly, my big takeaway from the game last night, you know, a couple nights ago, what does Jimmy say? Jimmy gets upset. I'm tired of losing. All right. And then Jimmy last night gives you 23 points, 11 rebounds, Nine assists, four steals. Of course, we'll get to the game-winning circus shot that he hits. 
Jimmy was sensational last night. Here's the thing with Jimmy. Jimmy is an all-time great playoff performer. He's an all-time great Miami Heat playoff performer. These final 20 games, the Heat are now 33 and 29. 20 games remaining. These final 20 games, if Jim, like this Heat team is not as good as past years, and if Jimmy's tired of the losing, you may need playoff Jimmy these final 20 games. You may not be able to wait until the postseason, and then you get playoff Jimmy. You may need playoff Jimmy right now to get to the place that you want to get to. You know, if you want to jump up to maybe five or at the least six so you get out of the play-in situation. If Jimmy's tired of losing, you may need playoff Jimmy right now. Because we, we know Jimmy's style at this point. He paces himself, man. And then we get to the playoffs, and you get an all-time great playoff performer. Playoff Jimmy may need to start right now, and, and, and the repercussions of that, you may just have to deal with once we get to the playoffs. What I mean by re- repercussions is possible fatigue, but whatever. We're not in a place to be able to afford waiting and biding time. Playoff Jimmy probably needs to show up right now. And that's what you got last night. He was sensational. And the Heat win last night in Philadelphia against a Sixer team that you know was angry coming off of a really tough loss to Boston, also at home. And last night, they lose at home again to the Heat. I mean, Sixers have the fourth best record in the NBA. Uh, maybe fifth now after last night's loss. But somewhere right up there, third in the East. This is an angry Sixer team last night. And the Heat are in front the entire game. And then when Philly finally takes the lead, the Heat have all the answers late. They make all the big plays. So not only were you facing an angry Philadelphia team last night, but Bam was just 4 of 14. Hero was 3 of 13. By the way, Tyler, gotta be better. It's not good enough. You know, you know, at least with Bam, Bam's getting you the rebounds, Bam's getting you the defense. Tyler, 8 points, 3 for 13. Big road game in Philadelphia. That's not gonna cut it. Need to be better than that, player. Come on. So you get that kind of performance from those two guys, and you still pull off that kind of win last night? I don't know. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but maybe that catapults you into this really difficult homestand, and you play some great basketball. Because you got Philadelphia, you got New York, you got Atlanta twice, you got Cleveland twice. That's as hard a homestand as there is. So that win last night was huge. Even though the Heat went 1-2 and two on this road trip, get the win on the final game and against Philly, huge. Huge. So let, let the Heat bench last night also. Shout out. 35 points from the Heat bench. Struz, Oladipo, Martin Zeller. Gabe Vincent, 14 points. Glad Kyle Lowry wasn't back last night. He, he flew in. He was with the team last night. He was not active. Hey, stay out, man. Don't need you. Don't need you. You can't tell me he would have given you the 14 points and the four threes that get, and the defense that Gabe Vincent gave you last night. He would not have. Stay out, Kyle. Don't need you to return. So last night, the Heat are up pretty much the entire game. At some points, they're up by eight. They're up by 10. And the Sixers, of course, look, they're going to make that run. So finally, with under two minutes to go, the Sixers finally take the lead. James Harden gets a couple free throws, and it's... 99-98, Philadelphia. 
I think this is actually about two and a half for three minutes ago. It's 99-98 Philadelphia. They get a couple free throws from Harden. They finally take the lead. Then you get Jimmy Butler. There's about 90 seconds left at this point. We're a couple possessions later. And Jimmy Butler, with about 90 seconds remaining, hits what would end up being the game winner. Right now they have the lead with a minute 33 to play. They are on their feet in Philly as Butler scoops it up and in! An impossible shot delivered by Jimmy Butler. He's got 22, puts the heat back in front, 199. Crazy circus shot from Jimmy. Playoff Jimmy, man. That's what we need at this point with 20 games remaining after last night's win. So Jimmy gets a crazy basket to go last night. It's now 100-99. to The Heat take back the lead. But hell, we got 90 seconds remaining. We're still going to need a lot more. Still going to need maybe a couple more baskets, maybe some free throws. It's 100-99 to at this point. So what happens then after that? Well, now you get some really awful late-game basketball from Philadelphia. You get the good defense from Miami but also some awful late basketball from the 76ers. So Joel Embiid, he's on the baseline at this point, looking to get the lead back for Philadelphia. And then you got the defensive player of the year, Bam Adebayo. Eight on the shot clock, Embiid way outside, starts his drive. Bam blocked it with four on the shot Hell clock. yeah, so Bam stuffs, Adeb- uh, stuffs Embiid. Jimmy Butler gets the loose ball. The Heat have the ball back now with uh, under 30 seconds to play. Then, now you get more late game Heat making plays. Jimmy Butler on the baseline. The Heat are up by one. There's under 10 seconds to go. They're draining the clock down, trying to get a decent shot. Jimmy Butler actually takes a really difficult turnaround 18-footer. Fouled by Harden. Fouled by Harden. By the way, I I should rewind because right before that, James Harden traveled. So we got... Jimmy Butler, huge basket, which gave Miami back the lead. Then you got Bam blocking Embiid. Then a possession later, Harden tra- uh, falls out of bounds, heat basketball. And now Jimmy, very difficult fadeaway with 10 seconds left. Harden fouls him. Terrible sequence for the Sixers. Terrible sequence for Harden. Embiid blocked, Harden out of bounds, Harden foul. Very bad. Butler only makes one of the free throws. So it's 101.99 now, and you need one final stop. Coming back in to catch the pass. And then Embiid with seven. Turns on Bam with five. Bumps with four. Sends it out to Harden with two for three. Missed it. Rebound, Bam. Game's over. He'd win. One of the most important victories of the season for Miami. He'd get the win. Huge road win. I don't know why Embiid's passing up that shot. Look, you could shoot it over Bam. Bam was covering him, but I don't know. If you're the Sixers, don't you want Joel Embiid taking that shot? Like free throw line uh, rather than James Harden taking that three? James Harden, not a great history, you know, late in games. And certainly in that game in particular, he was awful. I mean, look at the final sequence here. Jimmy gets the lead back for Miami with a minute and a half left. After that, Harden falls out of bounds turnover. After that... Bam, blocks Embiid. After that, Harden fouls Jimmy Butler on a very difficult fadeaway, and then Embiid passes up final shot, gives it to Harden. He misses final shot. So Harden, out of bounds, bad foul, misses at the buzzer. Heat win. Brutal finish for the Sixers. Brutal finish for James Harden. Heat, 
Huge win. I don't need five straight losses in my life. Get the hell out of here. That's what I'm talking about. So now you're feeling good. You wake up this morning and you're saying to yourself, all right, got a nice little Tuesday. Can we now get the Panthers with a huge victory tonight? We'll get to them coming up. But now after last night's win, so the Heat, that now, now if you keep it track, if you keep it scored home, this Knicks team, they don't lose anymore. The Knicks might be good. I don't know. Knicks might be good. I think it's six in a row now. New York beat Boston last night, 109-94. I don't think Jalen Brown played in that game. But the Knicks have won six in a row now. They've jumped Brooklyn now, which we all expected. The Knicks are now fifth. Brooklyn is sixth. Miami is seven. <coughs> Miami avoids falling into a tie in the loss column last night with that win last night because Atlanta's only one loss back. So Miami is two games, if you want to do it like that, they're three losses. So it's kind of fugazi when the standings say they're two games back of Brooklyn, but they're three losses back. You can't make up losses. So they're really three back of Brooklyn. But anyway, we'll just go by what the standings say. So the Heat are two back of Brooklyn. They're two and a half back of New York. I expect Miami to jump Brooklyn. Not, not just because I'm thinking that the Heat are going to get going. They're going to do their part. Maybe that's, maybe that's foolish on my part. I don't know. That's up to you. But I think Brooklyn is going to take a nosedive. That team sucks. Like, they got a bunch of role players. That's not how you win. So, I think Miami will jump to six. Hell, there isn't a ton of time. Atlanta's four back in the loss column of Brooklyn with 21 to play. It's a lot of games. A lot of games back. But I could see Atlanta jumping Brooklyn also. I think Atlanta's going to get a boost the way they did a couple years ago when they fired Lloyd Pierce midseason. And then Atlanta had a huge run the second half of the year, and then went to the conference finals after beating Philly in the semifinals, then went to the conference finals in, uh, I guess it was in 21, went to the conference finals that year and lost. Who would they have lost to? Ah, who cares? Doesn't matter. Oh, Milwaukee. It hasn't been Milwaukee, right? So anyway, I expect the Heat to jump Brooklyn, but the question is, can they get up to five? Can you get up to five where then you would potentially face Cleveland in the first round? Or, you know, look, honestly... If you get to six, you're likely looking at Philly in the first round. I'm not afraid of Philly. And it doesn't just have to do with last night. I'm not afraid of Philly. So, I think the Heat will get up to six. Not just because I'm thinking the Heat are going to do their part, but I think Brooklyn is going to nosedive. So, really, really good game last night. The Heat led the whole way. And then when they were finally tested... They wind up making all the plays late. Jimmy with the basket. Bam with the block. Final defensive sequence. And of course, you got to trust Harden to be terrible late in the game, which he was last night. So, great job by the Heat. But like I said, for me, my biggest takeaway was Jimmy. And you love that he comes out. Look, if you're going to say something like after the last game, I'm tired of losing. Hey, put the team on your back. Put him on your back. Give me a stat line of 23 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 steals. Hit the game-winning circus shot. Hit another free throw to put the team up by 2. Would have been nice if you made both to make it 3. Whatever. And then you defend and you wind up getting the winning, uh, the game-winning stop. So that's one thing. But the, the main part to me is, yeah, like Jimmy, if you're tired of losing, I know you don't like to turn it on, or, or you, you, know, you hit another level, once we get to the postseason, you may need to do it now. 
Especially because, like I said, you look at this homestand. Philly, New York, Atlanta twice, Cleveland twice. That is an incredibly difficult homestand. So, you may need playoff Jimmy right now, is what I'm getting at. All right, we'll circle back to the NBA in a second here. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to hit on the Panthers right quick because there, there's a bunch of other NBAs. You got big injuries. You got all kinds of stuff we still got to get to as far as the NBA goes. But the Panthers have another huge game tonight. Now, why is this a huge game tonight? You know, they're not chasing Tampa. I mean, Tampa's top three in the Atlantic. The Panthers are nowhere close to that. So it's, it's not a big game as far as, yeah, you're chasing Tampa. They're not chasing Tampa. The Panthers are one of six teams that are fighting. Six teams? Eh, yeah, six teams. Panthers are one of six teams fighting for two wildcard spots. But here's the thing. The Panthers tonight are at Tampa, and then Thursday they're home against Nashville, and then Friday is the trade deadline. So if the Panthers lose these next two games, and by the way, I don't feel good about it. If the Panthers lose these next two games, they may be forced to be sellers. Because, like I said, there's six teams fighting for two spots. Now, the Panthers are three points back of that second spot, but you got two other teams ahead of you. And, by the way, that team that you're trying to catch in that second spot has two games in hand on you. The Panthers cannot lose these two games. Matter of fact, it's quite possible that the Panthers need to win these two games, get all four points, to avoid being sellers at the trade deadline on Friday. Because, hey, Bill Zito may try and recoup something. He may try and recoup some of the draft picks he's traded the last couple years. First-round pick Ben Sherratt. First-round pick Claude Giroux. Rentals didn't work out. They, they went for it, didn't work out. It's okay. But if the Panthers don't win these next two games and really show the GM, we're in this thing, he, he may have to do a little bit of selling and try and recoup because we're going to get to a place where if they lose these next two games and they're sitting like five, six points out of that final wildcard spot, you could easily look at it and say, we haven't been there all year. Why am I to believe that with just 20 games remaining, or at that point it'll be 18 games remaining for the Panthers, that we're going to make this final push? By the way, Barkov out again tonight. I guess we're at that point of the season where Barkov has to miss a bunch of games. Happens all the time. Sam Bennett's out again tonight also. He'll miss, I think it's his third straight game. It's really annoying that Barkov is missing more games but like I said, that, that's, 
That, that happens several times a year. He's got to miss a handful of games in a row. But these next two games, starting with tonight against Tampa, at Tampa, this is it. This could determine what's going to happen for the remainder of the season. So the Panthers are three back of Pittsburgh. They're five back of the Islanders, but they're actually closer to the Islanders because the Penguins have two games in hand on the Panthers, and the Panthers have two games in hand on the Islanders. But ahead of the Panthers, in between them and those two wildcard spots, are Buffalo, who is two up on the Panthers and has three games in hand. That loss to Buffalo last Friday night was huge. And then you also have Detroit, who is even with the Panthers, but has two games in hand. So look at that. The Panthers are three back of Pittsburgh, two back of Buffalo, even with Detroit, but the Penguins have two in hand on the Panthers, the Sabres have three in hand, and the Red Wings have two in hand. It's not good. It's not good. Tough to be optimistic. And I, and by the way, I don't feel good about tonight. Number one, no Barkov. Uh, you got Duclair. Maybe we'll see him get going tonight. It's only a second game back. Can't expect that much. But Tampa lost to Pittsburgh the other day, 7-3. Got killed. You're going to get an angry Lightning team. And it was... And, and was it 7-3? I, I think it was in Pittsburgh. Nonetheless. You're, yeah, it was in Pittsburgh. You're going to get an angry Lightning team. They're going to take it out on their rivals. I, I do not feel good. I mean, I would expect Bobrovsky's in net because Spencer Knight's with the AHL team because he stinks. So I'd expect Bobrovsky's in net tonight. Uh, look, Kachuk scored a couple goals on Vasilevsky in the All-Star game. All right. But I, I, I do not feel good about the Panthers tonight. And these next two games, this could determine the Panthers. Like, this could determine the rest of the season for the Panthers. I, I'm, and, and look, if they don't show up to play, like, if they get smoked, I'm going to be sick. I am. I'm going to be so angry. I'm going to be sick. Now, if you're for real sick, you got to call Doctors on Call 365. Doctors on Call 365, South Florida's urgent care that comes to you. Children, adults, the elderly, minor illnesses and injury. If you got something going on, you don't have to go to the emergency room. You're going to sit there for hours, and then what you're paying out of pocket with your copay is going to wind up being more than you pay out of pocket for Doctors on Call 365 to come to your home. They'll come to your office, wherever you are. You give Doctors on Call 365 a call at 786-577-9302. You'll get someone on the phone immediately. There's no answering service, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and then you're going to get the doctor at your home, wherever you are, that day. That's right. I Look, I had 103-degree fever. I called Dr. Alon. Doctor's on call 365. He was at my home later that day. My son, we felt he had strep throat. We called him in the evening. Dr. Alon was at my house an hour later, 9 p.m. No problem. Get taken care of right away. I love Doctor's on call 365. Doctor's on call 365.com. You'll get someone on the phone immediately, 786-577-9302, serving all of Broward County, based in Broward County, but serving all Broward, all Miami-Dade, Southern Palm Beach as well, 786-577-9302. So I want to get back to the NBA here, but real quick, uh, I, I just reminded myself, oh, let me, let me tell you about Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question today, very controversial poll. Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question today, go to Twitter, at Zaslow Show, that's my Twitter. You can always hit me up there or on Instagram where I'm an influencer, at Zaslow J, but at Zaslow Show on Twitter. Right now, very controversial, Zaslow Show 2.0 poll. At Zaslow Show, Zaslow Show 2.0 poll, where is your confidence level in the Panthers going into Tampa tonight and leaving with two points? That, that's the question. 
Very controversial. Where is your confidence level in the Panthers going into Tampa and leaving with two points? And your answers are high, going to take that ass, or low, they own us. <clears throat> there you go. Those are the choices. High, going to take that ass, or low, they own us. All right. Poll was just posted, so we're very early on in the voting process here. But you get out there, it'll be open all throughout the day. Let's see what you got. So go take part in that. Okay. Last night, I'm reminded, I had such a weird dream. Obviously, not because I watched Bird Box right before I went to sleep. I really enjoyed Bird Box. But I was feeling good about the heat. And in my dream, Jimmy Butler was traded. I know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I know it's it's even crazier because the trade deadline's passed. But in my dream, I, I saw it flashed on the screen. Jimmy Butler's been traded. Actually, let me take it back. He wasn't traded yet. He There were talks and he had been informed... That he's in the deal. Alright. It was a three-way trade. Butler. I mean, Miami, San Antonio, and Denver. It was with Jimmy Butler going to Denver. I don't know how San Antonio factors in. But it was with Jimmy Butler going to Denver. Because Denver, they want that final piece. It'd be a great trade for Denver. And, and the Heat were getting back Jamal Murray from the Nuggets. A terrible trade. It's always hurt. I don't know why San Antonio or how San Antonio's involved, but it was a three-way. Miami, San Antonio, Denver. Butler going to Denver. Murray going to Heat. And 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 I was very upset. The very upsetting dream. The nightmare. I'm glad it's not true. Very strange. I do think that there is a motivating factor when Jimmy Butler plays against the Sixers. He hate now, yes, it's it's his former team. He's tight with Embiid, though, but he hates that they chose Tobias Harris over him. Remember, what was it? It was the first year when Jimmy was here and he was yelling, Tobias Harris over me? Tobias Harris over me? He hates. And and it's, it's crazy that they chose Tobias Harris. They chose to pay Tobias Harris over paying Jimmy Butler, which is insane. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy loves that. He, he loves to hate that. And last night, great performance by Jimmy in Philadelphia. You know, Tobias Harris left injured, which leads me into, so a couple nights ago, LeBron got hurt. And LeBron, ever, ever so dramatic. I mean, he finished playing the game. But LeBron, ever so dramatic, has to yell out, I heard it pop, I heard it pop. Continued playing. Lakers beat the Mavericks that night. But now it's looking like LeBron could be out a few weeks. Which is a huge bummer because whether you are rooting for or against the Lakers, it, it, it is or was an intriguing storyline the second part of the season. It's, I mean, it's crazy how much attention a 13th place team gets <coughs> in the Lakers. But they shook up the roster. Is LeBron going to miss the playoffs again? Most important 23 games uh, of his career, which is a crazy, stupid thing to say or think. But the Lakers right now are 12th. They're a half game back of the play-in at number 10. They're two and a half games back of number 6. And and they played well recently, right? They've won three in a row. Now you're not going to get to see it. Because LeBron's going to miss a few weeks. They're going to they're take a nosedive without him. And you know what's next, right? You know what's next. Anthony Davis is hurt. 
Anthony Davis can't just carry it on his own. Anthony Davis has to get hurt. So you got no LeBron now, it seems like, for the next few weeks. And you know Davis is going to get hurt. So it just it sucks because it was going to be a cool storyline the rest of the season. Watching with the Lakers, seeing if they can make that push. And then watching them likely lose in the play-in. And now, now we're robbed of that. Now they're just going to flat out miss the playoffs altogether. So that part sucks. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not a fan of LeBron anymore. But I wanted to see what the Lakers were going to do. This final, what are we talking, month and a half of the season. So, that does suck. So, in, in other NBA news, last night the only other important game, like I told you, was, was New York. New York won their sixth in a row. They beat Boston. But, and, and we'll do a little bit more, actually, NBA and big deal or not a big deal. But Charles Barkley yesterday was on first take. I want to do a little bit of this here. So, Charles Barkley was on first take yesterday. And... I I can't, like, they were talking about Durant, but I can't believe we're still doing the Durant and LeBron thing. Give Barkley a listen yesterday. What's the difference between what Kevin Durant did and what LeBron did when he went to Miami, in your eyes? Well, first of all, there's no difference. Uh, But this is the problem. Kevin, Kevin gets mad at me when I point this out. If you go back and look at LeBron, who I really admire and respect. He said this. I did not say this. He says, I had to win a championship without Dwayne to get old heads respect. Kevin, uh, Kobe Bryant said this too. He says, I have to win a championship without Shaq to get these old heads off my back. I, I hold Kevin Durant to the same criteria. Mm. I don't care what the media says. I don't care what the fan says. I'm talking about old guys like myself who went through the trenches. Kevin Durant going to have to before. Like, hey, he's all-time great. But when it comes to being mentioned with some of these other guys, he's going to have to win a championship where he's the leader of the team and he's the best player. So it's ridiculous that Stephen A. Smith – like there's two parts this I want to talk about. It's ridiculous that Stephen A. Smith asked him in the first part, what's the difference between what Durant did and what LeBron did? It it was 13 years ago. We're still talking about this? It was 13 years ago. And the fact that Barkley, and Barkley's been steadfast on this. He's had the same opinion the whole time. But the fact that we actually think LeBron coming to the Heat is the same thing as what Durant did, the hell are we talking about? Durant joined a 73-win team that the previous year won a championship. LeBron joined a team that won 40-some-odd games, but was, was, it was a completely new team. The only holdovers were Wade and Chalmers. So it, was, it was a team starting from scratch. LeBron joined, uh, uh, Durant joined a 73-win team. I can't believe I have to... I can't believe I have to argue this again. And LeBron left a Cleveland team where for seven years he couldn't get it done. Durant left an Oklahoma City team that blew a 3-1 lead to the team he then decided to join. It's the all-time coward move. It's not even close to the same thing. It's not even close. I can't believe Stephen A. Smith's even bringing it up again. Anyway... The second part, though, I do think is interesting. The second part, 
where Barkley is saying, now he says that LeBron said, I got to win without D-Wade. Kobe says, I got to win without Shaq. Now, Durant responded on social media yesterday saying, I don't recall LeBron ever saying he needs to win without D-Wade. And he's right. I don't think LeBron ever said that. But I think what Barkley is doing, I mean, I think Barkley is saying what LeBron is likely thinking, that I need to win one without D-Wade. Kobe definitely was, I need to win without Shaq. I think he's saying what LeBron's mentality was, not that he actually came out and said it, but, and and I don't don't even think that's true, by the way. I don't think LeBron was saying, I got to win one without D-Wade, because LeBron could have stayed with the Heat, and Wade was not even, like, Wade was bad down the stretch of that 2014 season. Now, he ended up finishing great, you know, uh, the last dance, 2019, coming off the bench, he was great. Even a couple years after that, you had the playoff series against Charlotte, then losing in Toronto, 2016. Like, Wade, Wade ended up being really good his last few years with the Heat. But I don't think LeBron left the Heat because he had to win it without Wade because he essentially could have done that with the Heat. Wade was on the way down. LeBron was still way up here. LeBron left because he needed to win it in Cleveland. Not because he needed to win it without Dwayne Wade. And then he brought Dwayne Wade to Cleveland with him too. After they won, of course. So I don't think that's true what Barkley's saying there. But I don't think Barkley's making up. I think Barkley's essentially saying what he believes LeBron believed in that time. I, I, just, I just think he's incorrect. But the Kobe part, got to win without Shaq, got to do this thing on my own. Like, he's right. Like You can't have it both ways. And I think there's a little bit of that with Durant where no one is going to look at him the same way if he doesn't win, not in Golden State. He joined a champion. He joined a record-setting team. And that team, by the way, has still thrived without him. And what's he done, Durant, after leaving that team? It's been a joke. I mean, him and the team he was on have been a joke. And here's the thing, I've been saying this about Durant for a long time. Outside of Golden State, where he... And this is, you know... When we were talking about trading for Durant in the offseason, what do you give up for him? You give up everything. Eh, It's not like you give up everything for LeBron because LeBron, you're guaranteed to be in the finals every single year. That you could do. Or like in the NFL, Brady. You give up whatever it takes to get Brady because of Brady, you're in the... Brady's in the Super Bowl more years than not. You don't do that for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, it's most likely with Aaron Rodgers on your team that you're not going to get to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has played his entire career. He's been to and won the Super Bowl one time. It's extremely unlikely you'll get to the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Well, with Durant, it's extremely unlikely you're going to get to the finals. With LeBron, you got a good chance. LeBron's in the finals most of his career. With Durant, it's extremely unlikely Unless he's with the Warriors. Because when he's not with the Warriors, this is his 12th year in the league. Not with the Warriors. He's been to the finals one time. One time. Now, I'm not trying to discredit what he did with the Warriors. But that was already a champion. And they got the all-time greatest shooter, one of the all-time greatest players on the team. And they were a record-setting team the year before he got there. 
outside of being on that team that he joined, Durant has been to the finals one time in his career. It's extremely unlikely with Kevin Durant on your team that you're going to make the finals. So, forget win it. That you're going to make it. So, I, I, I think Barkley, I, I think there's an element to what Barkley's saying that that's correct. The first part, I, I can't believe we're still talking about. I mean, come on. What are we doing there, man? Anyway, so tonight, let's see what we got going on tonight <coughs> as far as the NBA goes. And as far as what we got to keep track of with the heat, the standings, that whole deal. All right. You got Atlanta hosting Washington. Quinn Snyder's going to make his debut as the head coach tonight. The Hawks are a game back in the loss column of Miami. You got Milwaukee at Brooklyn tonight. All right, we're looking for Milwaukee to win that game. Maybe the Heat can gain a game in the loss column right there. Pick up some ground on number six, Brooklyn. You got the Lakers at Memphis. We know there's not going to be LeBron. We got, let's see, uh, Indiana at Dallas. If you're interested in that, Luka, Kyrie Irving, that relationship is not so great so far. Maybe you're interested in that. I don't know. I'm not really interested. Golden State's host in Portland. Second half, the TNT doubleheaders, Minnesota, the LA Lakers. Everybody, let's let's say a prayer for Kawhi Leonard. It was a very big deal. They played a double overtime game a few days ago. Oh my God, he played 46 minutes. Oh my God, he should get a raise. Yeah, give him a raise, he played 46 minutes. Everybody, let's light a candle and say a prayer, all right? Hopefully, Kawhi Leonard's going to be okay. I don't know. I know it's really difficult. Hey, if you're looking for a good time tonight, you want to get some good food, you want to get some good drinks, craft beer, craft beers on tap. What if we're talking a nice stroll on the beach and then some live music? Yeah, you know I'm talking about Briny Irish Pub. Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. You got live music starting tonight at 6 p.m. It's Tuesday, so that means you got Mahi Taco Specials. That's right. Taco Tuesday, Mahi Taco Specials at Briny Irish Pub tonight. World's greatest upscale dive bar. Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic... My man Adam, who owns Briny Irish Pub, I'm having lunch with him today. Looking forward to catching up. But you can catch up tonight with some great food, great drinks, all kinds of craft beer on tap. Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic, and then park behind the Briny. Take a picture of your tag, and your server will validate your tag. You will not have to pay for parking. Walk the beach, dip inside for some drinks. The Briny Hour, that's happy hour, starts at 4 p.m. 4 to 7 p.m., you got the Briny Hour, and you got live music starting at 6, and like I told you, it's Tuesday, so you got new Mahi Taco Tuesday specials. That's tonight at the world's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. Yes, and of course, hey, if we're talking about just kicking back, maybe you want to stay home tonight. Watch the Panthers on your couch. You grab yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. The beer of choice in the Zaslow Mansion, Johnny Cuba. Head on out to your local Winn-Dixie, Fresco y Mas, Sedanos, Presidente. I mean, what what kind of beer sounds more Miami than Johnny Cuba? A refreshing German lager in a can right there on the comfort of your own couch. In the Zaslow Mansion family room, that's how we kick back. We watch the Panthers tonight. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Got some fun news regarding Johnny Cuba tomorrow. I'll lay that guys on. I'll lay that on you guys tomorrow. But pick up yourself a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. Enjoy yourself a nice, relaxing Tuesday night. And don't forget, of course, Johnny Cuba's mantra. I practically live my life by it. Stay tranquilo. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Yes. Big deal or not a big deal. We got a few things we got to get to here before we wrap up today's show. Speaking of NBA injuries, another big injury yesterday. LaMelo Ball, non-contact 
fractured his ankle. Non-contact, fractured his ankle. So obviously he's out for the year. He's going to be out for the foreseeable future. That's... That was weird. Okay, I heard some outside. That... Let's start that over here. LaMelo Ball fractures his ankle. He's going to be out for a while. But I'm going... Believe it or not, I'm going not a big deal here. At this point, the Hornets... They're, they want Victor Wembanyama. No LaMelo Ball. And they got a shot. No LaMelo Ball here the rest of the way. I mean, look, if they end up drawing the number one overall pick and they get Victor Wembanyama, it stinks that LaMelo Ball fractured his ankle, but everybody's going to look back at it in that organization like, wow, that kind of worked out. So I, I feel bad for him, but overall, as far as the Hornets go, I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So last night, Giannis Antetokounmpo was on The Daily Show. Now, I don't know who's hosted. They got, like, a revolving door of hosts right now. It was some comedian. And they clearly put him up to it. You'll hear this. You could hear that he's reading off of a prompter. But still, cracking jokes, taking shots. Give this a listen. Been these people this work. Kevin Durant, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) You keep joining super teams to win the NBA title. How about... How about we work out together sometime so I can teach you how to carry your own team? Now, this is not a big deal. That's It's funny. It's clearly a joke. But while it's not a big deal, here's the thing. There's never been a more sensitive NBA player than Kevin Durant. So is Durant upset about that? I mean, we know it's so Giannis' personality. He's not trying to be friends with anyone else. He's, he's loyal to Milwaukee. He's going to win right there. He doesn't care about super teams. He, may, he probably believes what he's saying there. It was clearly a joke that was written by The Daily Show because you could see Giannis kind of struggling a couple times to read off the prompter. I'm going not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Jason Tatum last night in the fourth quarter of the Celtics lost the Knicks. Knicks won by 15. Knicks were up the whole game. They've won six in a row. I don't believe Jalen Brown play, played last night. Jason Tatum got a little bit hot, got ejected for the first time in his career. Clark, corner three, puts it in. Josh Clark from downtown. And the next backup by 14. Right in front of his Celtic pits with the switch. And a technical foul. Tatum is gone. If that's on Tatum, that's his second. Yeah, he's gone. Tatum was upset down the other end. I'm going a big deal, but not because he was ejected. Because now the Milwaukee Bucks are first in the Eastern Conference. The Bucks have won 14 in a row. The Celtics are dealing with a couple injuries. The Celt- uh, the Bucks aren't even like in full strength because Middleton is still working his way back. And I think it's a sign of things to come. The whole year, Boston was the best team in the East, right? And now they may not even finish first going into the playoffs. To me, that's a big deal. Finally, got one more for you here. Udonis Haslam recently quoted, he's going to retire this summer, but he still plans on being with the team every day going forward. He wants to be a minority owner. He's had conversations with the Arison family, said he'll deal with that over the summer, but he wants to be a minority owner and wants to be a minority owner who's there every day still helping the team. I love it. That's a big deal. I love it. UD, the, the greatest heat lifer. Still going to work. Still going to be around everybody. Of course you could be a minority owner. Here you go, UD. You give me this money. We give you this percentage. Let's keep this train to roll. Of course he's going to be a minority owner. 
That's a big deal. I love it. Love to see it. And that right there is another edition of Big Deal or Not a Big Deal. Yes! Yes! Excellent job by everybody. Putting together a great show today. I'll tell you what's also a big deal. I didn't watch my stories last night. I got to catch up on my stories Monday Night Raw. We're on the road to WrestleMania here. What am I doing? I'll be doing that this afternoon. Then I told you we got a lot of basketball as far as both Zaslow boys. They got basketball games today. We're going to get home and we're going to watch the Panthers. I don't feel good about them. Go vote at Zaslow Show. What's our confidence level in the Panthers tonight? Come on. Go to at Zaslow Show right now. You could vote. What's your confidence level on the Panthers tonight going into Tampa and getting those two points? Right now, 82% is voting low confidence. They own us. Yeah, you guys are not confident. I'm not confident either. Can we start the show tomorrow? Feeling good about the Panthers getting them two points? I don't know. I don't feel great about it. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. However you're listening to Zaslow Show 2.0. Tell your friends, tell your family, wherever you get your podcast, that's how you listen to us. I got some cool news as far as Johnny Cuba goes tomorrow. I think you guys will like that. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies. For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.